We are live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 72 of Fresh Monday's podcast. We are back. The summer is over, I guess. It is over. You know, you don't wear white after Labor Day, which means <laughs> it is into those fall colors. I'm up with that rule. I really would love to know. I think the fashion industry, so that you just buy their next season. Yeah. But it's a great rule at the same time. I don't know. I live I in Miami. It's hard to not wear white. You know, Miami is very into the white. Very into the white in all senses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. I'm just assuming that. But as you can see, I am in a teenage girl's room, actually. Oh, athlete. She is an athlete, too. Okay. College now and graduate. But yeah, you're going to see all these Boston Celtics behind me and all this stuff. I'm out, if you're watching us on YouTube, I am uh, officially in the East Coast. Hey, I knew it felt a little different over here. Something <laughs> was giving me Marley vibes over a on the shift. Atlantic. A shift has changed on the yeah. East Coast. Mm -hmm. But great to be on y'all time zone and y'all time efforts and a big difference. Mm -hmm. um, and I say that I know officially summer's over because it feels like fall outside. Yeah, I heard that the Northeast got a really smacked across the face with like the fall weather. And it's not officially fall until like a certain date, I yeah. believe. And it's already pretty cold. And I don't know, it's definitely really hot here in Miami. But I, I love the fall. I think it's probably my favorite season um, up north. I like the changing leaves. I like the jacket season. I like the sweater hoodie season. I like the hair conditions. I like, you know, I just, I'm a fan of the fall. It's definitely like my favorite time of year. Do you have any highs for the summer? Highs for the summer? I lived. Yes. See. So let's let that sink in. Of course. All right. Almost died. Didn't. Shout That's out. <laughs> Shout out to the most high. Yes. <laughs> and I have my final surgery. I am donezo for those of you Yay. who are keeping track. Normal wound back, everything is sealed and closed. <laughs> <laughs> we love hearing that. We love it. We love it. Super and high. Super high. My high for the summer was I got to be a little bit more creative. I had a little bit more chances to do certain things out there. So kind of explore a little bit and meet people and yeah. things like that. Low of the summer, um, being freelancing. And learning that out, that's right. tough. But right. I guess that makes it a high. It's like a, it's like a dream in a shitty package. Yeah, yeah. yeah I get it. Unexpected. Um, Milo would say, I would say I didn't get to attend like certain parties. You know what I'm saying? Like there's certain things that you wish you could have done. I guess my, my only low was that I didn't have, you know, entertainment to the level that my natural self likes. Yes. That's all, but it's, it's okay. There's always time for more. You know, there's always time for more fun. Like I've missed some baby showers. I've missed some dinners, some parties, you know, little things that are like really cool that you don't get to attend. So it's like that, that would be like the only little, but everything else is just life. But happy to be alive. That's the, that's the high of it. And that next summer, all those, you'll be, instead of the baby shower, you'll go to the first birthday. Yes, exactly. 
that's the difference in that. Mm -hmm. um, we hope everyone had a great summer as we transition back into the fall season. Um, today's show is really cool because we have a friend of the podcast joining the conversation. Um, he has been near and dear to me and Marley. He has done a bunch of real great solids for us and great work. Yes. So it's nice to really, you know, have someone on the podcast that we have had the pleasure of working with and also growing with them and seeing them, you know, get to where they have gotten. And he's been around since the beginning of us. So we're going to learn some things and uh, we're going to talk about photography. We're going to talk about videography. We're going to talk about being an independent freelancing, like Marley mentioned, and how tough that is. I know you were mentioning that the end of the year grind, right? Yes, the end of the year, you'll notice everyone shift from summer into fall and they'll start grinding harder because they want to finish out that end, that final quarter. They want to make their money before the new year, set themselves creatively for what's to go next. So I'm excited to see what he has going up or coming up for the next coming year and what he's learned from his starting experiences. Absolutely. Yes, introduce yourself, tell the world who you are, what you do your name and all that other good stuff. Oh, all that good stuff. Oh, mm -hmm. man. And then I got to make it entertaining. All right, so it's your boy. It's Philippe Daleron. You can call me Philippe, a.k.a. Phil Nice. I'm Haitian, Puerto Rican, Lebanese. And I'm a multimedia specialist based in Miami, Florida. I do visual presentations with photos and videos to try to help brands communicate their ideas in, like, the funnest way possible in the highest of qualities. That was beautiful. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> a smooth flowing one where you know you've done this multiple times and yeah. you've figured it out and all the languages kind of rides together so right well done well um, done, yes welcome oh, i learned from you too <laughs> <laughs> no but you yes uh just yourself in, every single day it's true and i think that it's really important for us to give a little background um, aside from the fact that you're a very talented and skillful photographer and videographer and media specialist, you've also been very generous with our podcast and with our projects. You've supported us from the very beginning and we've done many things together. We've worked on many different levels from behind the scenes to working in person, to working remotely, to me and you doing jobs here in Miami. So it's been really cool. So we really do appreciate that. And we always would always consider you part of our family because of those things and your generosity. But besides that, we do want to highlight your talent and your skill. As you guys that follow us and see us, you see a lot of our really vivid, great pictures that we use for like our flyers, our digital work, for our websites. That's all been this man right here. Um, he's the man behind the lens and he has a beautiful eye and he really captures a lot of things. And I think it's really important for us to make sure to let you guys know that you can build relationships with people that you work with and that allows you to grow together and it kind of comes becomes like a team like a brotherhood like a sisterhood and it's really important to kind of support your own and that's what we represent here at fresh mondays but we also want to talk about the subject of cameras and you know the world that we live in is digital and everything is now supposed to be on such a platform for us to fall in love with whatever it is that you're selling promoting or talking about so it's a great way for us to really just talk to people like you and really learn. Cause I'm sure everybody nowadays thinks that they're a photographer, right? <laughs> like it's really <laughs> a saturated market. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's a really beautiful thing because the fact that we are blessed with such advanced technologies, it's something like social media in regards to you have, you have the ability to showcase and tell your stories. You can do it on any platform. 
you know what I mean? But it just depends on what you choose to do on that platform. So it doesn't, it really depends on, it doesn't depend on the camera per se. It just depends on, hey, I know that this can record me visually and with audio, let's make the most out of it and then take that from there. And then what you're doing is either you're either improving the quality, like if I'm using a webcam on my MacBook, which I never use, <laughs> so I'm surprised that it works, but then you can like, hey, I can do a live stream on my iPhone and then I can walk around and then talk or I can be at the gym or I can be at another place and do it. So you, you wanna be mobile, you wanna be stationary. These are the types of questions that you get to ask but as long as you have the idea of, hey, this is the thing I want to communicate, this is the message I want to bring to the world, then you just go from there. And if so you have the idea, yeah, it's a way better. So it's not yeah. necessarily what product you have or what you're using. It's just that you're using whatever you have handy to get started, to get the motion going, and then yeah. just continually, gradually um, build. Make that rebuild, rebuild it constantly or cleaner as you continue growing and going. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, you do think about it sometimes when you want, like for us, we wanted to start this platform. We wanted to make it visually. And then we're like, do we have to buy all these cameras? Do you have to buy all these, <laughs> and all these things? You'd be like, don't, you don't have to invest all that money right away. You invest in the minimal things to gradually get you there. So that makes 100% sense. Um, what are, you say you work with a lot of brands. What are some, if you can, example of brands that you've worked with and do you have a lot of input on what that creativity looks like on what your, the output is of any of the work that you do with them so tommy hilfiger they recently had an event that i worked with um the little lighthouse foundation is um the biggest charity organization in miami florida um i've done stuff with chucker.tv which is beach polo and snow polo and the, the riding the horses on the sands is just crazy that's <laughs> like, awesome <laughs> that's crazy. it sounds like some rich people shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you know my background yeah that's some rich people shit. <laughs> um i also done um i also flew on a private plane over the bahamas for like like um very prestigious international yacht companies so it, there's, there's a multitude of things that I'm very blessed with. And it came from learning photography, learning videography, but just learning how to communicate and express. So the brands that to work with, it's like through connections and nice. like how we met, it leads into more opportunities. And I'm glad that you went visual because when people talk about doing stuff, <laughs> they usually sit back and I'm like they haven't done it but you guys have been like consistent which I'm really proud of because regardless at the end of the day you can showcase to people that it's like we did it and then we gradually improved on it but your ability to talk on topics and discussions that was always something that you've done yeah so you see like we could always talk we always had the mindset of communicating with one another it doesn't matter where we are and then it's like okay We'll add visuals. Okay, and then go from there. Maybe more mics or maybe more cameras. Maybe like, like oh, we have a studio. Maybe we work to, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, so I'm happy. So those are the so types of 
<laughs> I think that I think that that was a really awesome um, way to sum it up. And thank you for the compliment. I appreciate it. And feedback is always welcome. Um, but right. if you what, I think it's really curious of 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 me to have never asked what was that moment that you decided that you wanted to be a photographer. Like when was that first camera in your hand and you realize I love this. I want to do this. I want to get good at this. Uh, in the beginning, I did not love photography. My father did it. It was a way for him to document his work. He was an agriculturalist specialist. So when he was trying to help restore the crops in Africa, he needed to document and showcase to people the progress that has been made. So the camera was his, the mightiest tool because you can talk about all the progress that you want, but you need to show people at times. And that always carried within him to instill in his children. So my brother picked up the camera and he's like, yo, I'm gonna start my own business and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. So I've always been around entrepreneurial people and you, the camera was the opportunity or like the source point for me to like, okay, if I use this, I would have support in this. If I work hard on it, people will acknowledge me for this. And not just that alone, I also had a lot of shitty jobs <laughs> and that's the truth. You're going to have to go through the mud, like whether it was me doing trash work in like different communities to me working at restaurants, to me working at a college institution, those types of things. And all the volunteer work, helping kids at summer camps. There's a bunch of things that you realize that, Hey, I'd rather do this instead of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's when I picked up the camera and then I decided to try to take it as far as I could go and still go. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I like that. Like that has that family connection to it, it has that history and that background um, to kind of like you've learned it something as a young child or you've seen it. Sometimes we see like um, I have family members as well who are entrepreneurs and sometimes I find myself like, okay, this entrepreneurial, I can do this. I can do this freelancing. I can do the side hustle because I've seen it before in other, you know, in my household and those kind of things. So it does give you a little bit of that encouragement when you've seen a family member be successful or do it on their own or something like that. So it's really nice to continue that historical thing. Yeah. Oh, they, they weren't photographers, but they, they had the camera. They yeah. Had the, yeah. They had the camera. So yeah. And the environment did play a heavy role into into what I was influenced by. Sure. But yet again, though, I had a father who did photography. I had a brother who did photography. And I'm like, I ended up in the beginning not wanting to do photography because it was already a part of the family. So I'm just like, what can I do differently? And I started to do graphic design. So taking my ideas, trying to make it into reality, then grow those skills. So when I stepped into photography, I brought more. You elevated then, it. Yeah. So I'm just like, you did this. I'm going to do even more with this. And yeah. then switching the video, then switching the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so then that's like, oh, that's a mission on its own. <laughs> well, tell us about the podcast. We know, when we first, last saw each other, when I was there, you mentioned uh, about starting your podcast. Um, ground zero. Ground zero. <laughs> ground so zero. tell the people about the podcast and where you're at now with it. Okay. So... I decided to do a podcast slash digital series called Should I Start? 
the main premise of Should I Start was who are you in the beginning? How did you get to where you are now? And where would you, what would you tell your younger self if they wanted to be in your shoes now? There was a lot of refinement that I had to go through between the editing process, the filming process. I'm glad to say now that I finished all 11 episodes. And um, I, be, I learned to become more tactful. So it was either to release all 11 episodes like a podcast, um, it, like to release it all auditorially and then do the visuals later, drop it like Netflix, have everything and then just drop it or, or build like a piece by piece. And since this is like my first project, I had to Gary V it. So I had to like cut the content. So let's say from my learning process, if it was an hour podcast, I'll break it up into four parts, 15 minutes each with an intro and an outro. Each part would have a specific topic that was discussed at that time. So I take one podcast, which can be, which can be one episode, and then I broke it down into four episodes, which gives me enough to be consistent. And within that parts, within those parts of the podcast was the micro content. And I realized that when I do the micro content, people responded way more. So if people didn't have time to listen to the hour, maybe 15 minutes, but just in case they didn't listen to the 15 minutes, depending on where they're gonna consume it, a minute of wisdom goes a long way. It's like, hey, I just needed those words of advice from a friend to continue my hustle. All right, all right cool. <laughs> so I finished the episodes. I'm going to release them. And through that, editing was a pain because I started to use multiple cameras and multiple cameras can kind of overcomplicate things. And it's like, oh, even though I think this basically pulled the fill, basically. I just know you, I know how you are. You're like, no, wait, this can be better. You know what I mean? So you'd be proud of me. I've grown. I'm just like, I just need an iPhone. I can see it. (laughs) No, I can see it. For sure, for sure. Like not to like interrupt what you were saying, but as your audience member as well, because you know, I watch your work and I see your growth. I, I know you hate receiving compliments. That's something that I definitely want you to work on. But I think that you have grown. Like I can tell that even your angles, the feeling behind the picture, the ones that you actually select, they're way better than they were before. Like you've definitely grown. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll accept that. Because it's on right. Good. Because <laughs> it's on. No, it's true. <laughs> no, I had no seriously, I had the same problem. Like I, I had to come to a point in my life that I'm like, you know what? If a person is giving you a compliment just accept it like what is the problem like i used to feel literally like uncomfortable i used to like apologize i'm like no you don't have to tell me that it's okay it's okay thank you it's okay no i'm gonna accept it now and it's like yo if you're good at something embrace it yeah yeah i've i've learned that i've grown a lot since this project and the other projects and the brands that i've worked with it's just that psychologically i was always hard on myself and it's a double-edged sword because I would be so hard on myself, the fact that I'm a production type company, I need to be visual and it needs to be of high quality. But that was just the false lie that I told myself to try to like give excuses of why things are not done or why they're not finished. So I figured out that mindset was the biggest component of my podcast 
people have gone through experiences that I probably have not gone through. So what wisdom can you provide for me? Since mindset to me seems like an evergreen type content, it seems like mindset will never die because people are thinking one way, whether it's negative self-talk, whether it's um, self-sabotaging to I want to be more positive, loving towards myself, towards the people that are important in my immediate life or in my like environment or connect. So I learned that mindset was that key component that it doesn't matter when it gets done. I know that when it is done, it will still be relevant to this day, but you have to learn the platform like YouTube. I had to learn the thumbnails. I had to learn the tagging. And then from there expanding to man, I can take the words that people say, and then I can convert it into text. And then those can be my articles. So then I can have articles of psychology. Oh, wait, if I do enough articles, I can make a book about it. And it's not based on the fact that I'm making it up. It's just like, these are the lives that people went through. And now I can tell it in a book. I can tell it in a podcast. I can show it on Instagram or Twitter or the social media platform. It just grows into more and more and more. So going into that world was really great because I've explored as much as I can do with the podcasting. I'm like, you can take what you say, you can turn it into a book, you can turn it into an article, and you'll always have that content. I love you know? how your progression of it, how it starts from a podcast or conversation per se, right? Because essentially a lot of those conversations, those learning lessons, those those conversations are learning lessons and you kind of grow from that. But I love how you visualized it in so many separate other layers of like turning it into one thing of the visual to the book and to those kind of things. Because who thinks usually that far to go into publishing from audio, which is the opposite to publishing, right? Like <laughs> avoid reading the book because you want to listen to the audio. Like, but it's, it's great thought process to put it into that way. I think yeah. a creative thinker's kind of, you know, mindset. What are yeah. all the other options that I have for this? Yeah, but it was really when I when I met you, you like you two are more on top of the podcasting, and you can be in. You've done the consistency. You have a schedule. You have a program. You have a format, and you have each other as support. I don't have that per se, so that. I can be very envious of, or I can look for it as inspiration. I'm just like, I'm glad that, you know, two empowering women are holding each other accountable to keep telling the stories and the lessons from other people. And that's really cool. And if I could be consistent like that, hey, I would try to do that. But instead, I, I chose to put my ego aside. And instead of everything has to be finished now, now, now. It's yeah. more like, let me sit with this. Because when I edit, I learn from you, you know? Yeah. If I make a book, it's because that your words had so much impact on me that I feel that in case no one has technology, this could be left behind. Yes. Like it, or <laughs> your why, your why seems to be providing people with information and helping people. Like, I, it seems like your why is is more so about putting stuff out there like like giving back and like it seems like that's more important to you than just doing like a really dope visual 
creation. Like you want it to be something that people can actually use it for years to come. That's what you've been saying this whole conversation that you're saying timeless information. You're giving people things that are not about a fad. It's really about how people feel inside and things that they struggle with. Because at the end of the day, it's really tough to like be your own anything. You know what I mean? So it's like when you mentioned that, you know, me and Marley are fortunate because we're using a partnership to get our projects done 100% accurate. Yeah. Like we even said it to each other. Like if it wasn't for the fact that we had to like be accountable to each other, we probably wouldn't have gotten as far <laughs> as we have because, it's, <laughs> because, I, it's, I think because we both know each other it. also. We both know. Talking about it. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah. No, go ahead, Mark. You were no, saying. Saying we both know each other also in enough to be like, we have both started projects, pushed ourselves through projects and things like that. And then four years down the line, you'd be like, where was that project that you started and where that? So we know we need to hold ourselves accountable. Right. And we know that this is something we are passionate about. We know that it takes a lot of work to put yeah. into. And so sometimes we're honest with each other, like, hey, way too caught up in something else here's this, let's shorten it this way. Let's move it around this way. So right. we are lucky to have each other. And so I can just imagine as a one person team yeah. trying to get that done. And like, and you talk about in four pieces and before different one hour into four different parts, that's a lot of work. It is a lot and of work. Because you're doing intro and outro mm-hmm. and you're listening, you're re- So to all of you who want to get into the podcast game, it's not as simplified as it may appear. Be- appear right you don't just record some people record and dump right yeah. like dump it out there and god so god bless their hearts god bless, <laughs> god bless their hearts there was um, until we figured out the right and perfect audio there was times where i was cleaning out so much background i'd spent hours clearing and dana can tell you this i was clearing out background noise because we just didn't figure it out we didn't figure out the noise levels and things like that like I'm talking about clearing out some like traffic moving sirens, yeah, like, <laughs> random stuff. But we had each other to call each other out, like, "Hey, this is the time point in this right. moment." So I can just imagine as a one person, it is a lot, and it's a lot also to like not always make money. You know what I mean? And it's like that's part of the journey. And it's like sometimes when you are working on these passion projects and things that you really are investing yourself into, you don't have a sponsor. You don't have a financial backing sometimes. You don't have like, you know, a studio that's run by a network that's giving you like it. That's not what's happening. This is you putting in the work. So it's like, you know, sometimes that OT and that that night you went to sleep at like three in the morning because you've been editing all night. You're not getting paid for that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's it's a challenge. And I feel like it's like it's like a gift and a curse because there's nothing more rewarding, but it's a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's dope to see that you still have that same level of enthusiasm for something that we know takes a lot of effort, like a lot of effort, (laughs) because it's just, it's, it's really not, it's not like having a nine to five because at a nine to five, you have some type of a stat, some type of a requirement. And once you meet that, you're out, out. clocked out. (laughs) But um, I remember that my grandfather on my dad's side, he was a, from what I know, he worked at legal. He was a judge and he's worked on, he's worked there for like 20 plus years. And he's had, he has like nine kids and he has to feed all of them. And then he got fired one day 
Wow. And he's like, all right, cool. I'll just do my own practice. And then he hired his kids. Like when he got big enough, he just hired his kids. And I'm just like, I would never want to rely on someone else for my paycheck. So it's it's a real blessing to like the more I figure out my family the more I can self-identify the way that I function in this world if you are able to find family members like I went to Canada and that was like my father's side and I met more women and I met my nieces I met my nephews and the way that they live in Canada and Montreal is way different than how they live here in Miami and I'm just like Canada's home like that to me is home. People look at me as like, you're Latin. I'm like, I'm Caribbean. And then like, when I'm in Canada, I'm French, like, <laughs> like real talk. I've never been so happy to, to experience such wonderful blessings and they're still alive. And you know, the way that they communicate with each other, they're straightforward. Sometimes I romanticize my words, you know? And I think that's like, that's kind of like a Miami thing. It's like, I want to make, every word sound beautiful because you're beautiful and I want you to like enjoy hearing it. (laughs) It's also the way that we are conditioning ourselves to be with this whole hypersensitivity stage that we're in as a society. It's, it's super annoying to me. I can't stand it. And it's like, you know, you're always looking for the best way to say bad news or the best way to deliver information, like because everybody gets offended and everything is like not okay to say anymore. Mm -hmm. And you know, I come from a culture where if you're not straight up, it's uncomfortable. You see what I'm saying? So it's like now it's like weird because it's like you don't really understand this. And I feel like America has kind of become that way. So I'm, what, I'm, what I'm sensing is that your family is really not with the bullshit. <laughs> you know I what I mean? I think there's one advice that I can give from one of my cousins. And this was like the most beautiful thing. It's just like, whenever you decide to make a decision, when you say no, you already took it out of your mind. So don't say no and then try to jump back onto it. Because when you say no, you already declined that opportunity. So just move on to the next. If you say yes, then all right, cool. That opportunity is yours. So take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I remember, yeah, that's a great advice. They're straightforward. Like, oh, what do you want to do tomorrow? And if you're traveling, it's like, I need to hit up this restaurant, this, this, and this. And you go to sleep. And then the next day, what are you doing? I'm already doing what I said yesterday because I don't want to think today. I just want to get it done. And you realize that you said yes to those opportunities. So those opportunities and experiences are yours. And that's how you got to take it. If you want to be visual, if you want to do production, it's like you can't be afraid. You can't just be like, if you say no, all right, cool. No, just, just focus on the next thing. But don't be like, no. And then it's just like, but wait, I, I really need to do this. It's like right. you say yes, do the opportunity, and then bounce. You say no, right. don't continue thinking about it. Basically commit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to not, not, not to big things, to small things. <laughs> to small things. I'm just like, yo, if you got to do these tasks, just do them. So for me, the, when it comes to cameras, it's a, it's a transitional thing. It's like you either do it like, hey, this can help amplify what I already have if I do a podcast and it's just talking. Adding a camera, whether it's expensive or inexpensive, it just improves what's already done. It's like we can already talk. We can already express ourselves. We can already draw emotions for our listeners to hear. 
we already can do that. Adding a camera is just a bonus. You want to spend in the camera is that's where you want to go. When you're trying to go through processing the audio, if you're talking, your first investment would be how do I get better audio equipment? Yeah. <laughs> because the less editing that I have to worry about, the easier my process is, and then the more I can dish out. So, yeah. <laughs> I love the techniques that you provide too, because I, I, again, like we said, providing to those others who want to be in the same realm of what we do. You know, it's thinking about simply and, and, and kind of the minimalist and then progressing into there. Um, I wanted to just say one more thing about ecosystem. Like that's, I think that's the, the, the term that most people use in the creative field is that building an ecosystem of like using each other in a good way, in a positive way to elevate each other, creativity, creativity, Creatively. You know what I mean. Creatively. (laughs) And expanding that into other realms, right? So an opportunity arises of other podcasters or other people we know that you would create on your show or our show um, really works out and really benefits all of us, you know, as a whole to continue growing in that sense. So for you, what is the next up in line for you? Um, with the podcast, with all your visual media that you have going on, clientele, how do people reach you to book you? Like, what kind of clients are you interested in? Uh, uh, and those kind of things. Um, well, before, oh man, it's already time. <laughs> 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 so wait, so before I, I go and I jump into how you can reach me, one of the really important things that I I do the podcast and I explore the podcast is because when it's done, people will look back at it. And it's something that I'm proud to showcase. And when I'm proud to showcase something with the guests that I've done it with, people all of a sudden become inspired. If they don't want to learn it, they'd rather pay for for someone to do it. So that's why it was like, um, it's like my business card too. So finishing the series, having cover photos, doing all these things, I get to learn the program. But if someone wants to do it, I'm like, I've already done it. Right. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be, I'm not aiming for one video to go viral. That's not my, that's not how strategic I am. Mm-hmm. So when I told you about how I break down something, it's because that I'm using numbers and analytics to help with the creativity and I'm the type of person that I needed to be accountable for myself before I bring people on board so I might as well make the sacrifices myself before I tell you to do something so when it's like hey you did this you did this you figured this out and you did it on your own can you help me through my experiences I can help speed up that process for that person to adjust learn and execute and whether they have the discipline to want to continue doing it it's on them I'm just really happy that I was right when I decided to do the creative portion of my life because I could have been a computer engineer and all that stuff. So that was a... It's a good <laughs> feeling to know that you uh, ran from that. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's just nice to know that people are great if you allow them to be great. Mm-hmm. And... It, it just carries forward. If I was able to, you're also a guest on one of my episodes. So you were there in the beginning, we were asking questions. 
And the more practice I've done, I've gotten better at communicating. So like I, like I said, prior to this, it's like people, they either want to do it themselves, don't want to do it themselves, and then pay someone else to do it. So if you don't want to learn, just pay me. And I don't mind charging. Because <laughs> it's like they want it. They want it right now. Okay. No, but people do. And I <laughs> honestly, and you have, a, you have the most powerful ability right now in the age that we live in because it's a visual society and everything is, you could have said you did it, but if you have no proof, did it really happen? You know what I mean? Like that's the kind <laughs> of industries, that's what every industry has become. There has to be some type of, of, of digital proof that this took place. So it's like, it's a powerful tool and it's a needed, needed tool. Um, what, Real quick, what is the best camera to do what you do? The lightest camera that you can use is the, one of the best cameras. So I use a Sony, but I think the type of camera is a mirrorless. They're Those what? types of cameras, they're mirrorless cameras. That's what I believe because it comes to, since I'm a, I'm a solopreneur, and you wear and tear on your hands, your eyes, and your body. So health plays a really important role in the, in the longevity of creating. One of, the, one of the few advices that I can give to anybody that wants to do something, try to make the process fun and try to make it less damaging on your body. So if you can do this for the longest period ever in your life, that's a win because you're able to continue doing it. God forbid something happens, you have a big camera, it drops or it breaks, or it's too heavy, and then you get carpal tunnel or you get arthritis. You're always on your feet, and then you're always sitting down, so maybe your back posture, everything like that. It's so a mirrorless camera is the lightest camera, and it's, it's since we're in the modern age, you can do a lot with it. For what I do, but I've seen a lot of people use their, use their iPhones and use older cameras. So it's, so it is, like I said, mindset at the end of the day, I recommend a mirrorless. I recommend a point and shoot something that you can like take, put it in your purse, your handbag, your Gucci, whatever it is, you know, you go on a jog, you know, bust it out whenever you feel like, yo, I can be inspirational and yeah, go from there, but try to get a kit, save money for, you know, and, um, a good audio device that I learned was Samsung. Samsung wireless mic mobile. That's like $200. It's a rechargeable thing. And then you can have a wireless mic or lavalier. So you can use that for podcasting, record yourself on your iPhone or your smartphone. And then you have the audio from the mic. And then you can get the best sounding audio at the time with the highest visual quality all in one without editing that much. And then just dump it or do whatever you want with it. So the best camera would still be your smartphone, but the audio would be like the most important thing if you're going to do podcasting. So if you're going to do mobile podcasting, that would be great. Like it's, just it episode. still amazes me that the iPhone, just your phone, is can yeah. be such a clean and clear device and something to use in that and utilize it. I might need an upgrade. I think they're doing it on purpose, but it's yeah. fascinating. <laughs> it's very, very fascinating. Mm-hmm. Extremely. Uh, no, but it's, it's also, it, it's, it's, all right, so iPhones, I know it's hard because I don't use, like, webcam. iPhones are, are 
are phenomenal devices, but the reason why they're considered great cameras is not because of the cameras themselves, it's because of the software. Gotcha. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. It was cutting up for that, a moment. That, that was us learning. so basically the way that the the phone processes like the environment is um is why it's so special the same thing with with a smart like an android a google phone or whatever it's the software that makes it look great but the thing is it's funny how people use phone for cameras instead of using phone for phones yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> see it's it's what you do with the device is what you do with the platform that gives it meaning you know that's, that's why i like the iphone i like the iphone because i like the camera and i like the texting apps yeah and that's what i do with my cell phone i text and i take yeah. pictures so that's all that matters. <laughs> you see how you use it marley how do you use your phone um to post other pictures not my visual pictures so other people's artwork and other people's pictures i'm not good at, i don't know i need to have a seven i'm not upgrading anytime soon that's good because you know one of the really important things about being a solopreneur is just like being cost efficient with what you got sometimes i want the latest things but like yo i just my car is paid off this month so i don't have to continue paying for that shit. amen like, I get to stack bread. (laughs) My phone's paid off and I still have it and it still works and functions. It still works. And I bet you when there's a time that I need to upgrade my phone, I still won't do it because I'll just use the camera. (laughs) Because I still don't use it to call people like that. Exactly. But you can still call me. (laughs) 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 That's what I'm saying. I'm fine. I'm happy with the tools that I have at the current moment. There's no need to upgrade. Just like when we do the show, I'm fine with the tools we have. And once we get together in the same room, I'm more excited to elevate and extend it to the next scale. Right. And to like, you know, create the audio 10 times greater or the visual 10 times greater. And that's some ideas into actual fruition. Yeah. Cause it's just going to be exciting. Because mm-hmm. I'm slowly yeah, migrating okay. that way. Um, yeah. Okay, so okay, so before we forget, I know we can we can talk about this. Uh, the sun goes down and the sun comes back up because we're talking about what we love. We still need to know how do people know what's coming with you, what's next, what's to look forward. When is the podcast finally gonna drop? How do people contact you and all that good stuff? Okay, so if you want to reach me, you can email me. That's usually one of the best ways because of the clients and the projects that I like, I'm always surrounded by. That's like my go-to. So it's Philippe, P-H-I-L-I-P at Phil Nice Creative, P-H-I-L-N-I-C-E-C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E.com. You can also check out my website, which is philnicecreative.com. And let's see. And I would... I would want everyone to go to the YouTube first or the Instagram, which is the Instagram is Phil Nice Creative. And if you want to check out the YouTube, it's under my personal name, Philippe Talleron, P-H-I-L-I-P-T-A-L-L-E-Y-R-A-N-D. And that's the best way. The podcast is going to be dropping on YouTube first. It's going to be promoted through all the Facebook, Insta- Facebook Instagram, and Twitter. 
to be linked to the YouTube. And then the YouTube will also have links to the iTunes and the Spotify. It'll so lead people you to everywhere. Listen. It'll <laughs> lead you to everywhere. But, you know, you have to, I learned from artists and musicians about rollouts. You know, you just gotta, you gotta do the rollouts. Let me start introducing people. Hey, wake up, wake up, wake up. I'm dropping this. And then it's like, oh, now I have a, they have a reason to fall in love with me. Sure. And then season two, I'm going to just drop it like Netflix. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to drop it because I already raised brand awareness. That's the thing. When, since no one, like, people know me, word of mouth. But when people in, the, in society and in the world don't know me, you can come up so nasty because it's like they want to figure out who you are when you start popping. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, of course. So. so that's dope. So we'll be looking forward to that. When is in the coming weeks, did you say? Two weeks. Two weeks. While, wow. I, while I'm in Jamaica. While you're where? Well, like, I've already finished them <laughs> while I'm in Jamaica. I'm in oh. Jamaica in uh, two weeks. Um, I'm going to Paradise Challenge. Well, we are excited to see your work in two weeks. We're yeah. happy for you. And as we continue to grow this ecosystem, we will definitely be in contact and utilize each other's for our skills and yeah know, definitely activity. and, and we're gonna be yeah. reposting you we're gonna be reposting you we gotta support you we gotta get yeah. the views so yeah. we'll definitely put in the work thank you again for joining us we look forward to actually catching up with you maybe in another year and see how how things have kind oh, of ramped up for you very cool yeah. when your season two Netflix style drops. Isn't yeah. that really? It's so ironic that we did this. It wasn't even planned. Like literally, it was a year ago from this <laughs> time frame that we did the filming for yeah. the uh, podcast. Can you believe that? Like that's. <laughs> I think it's been exactly a year. So yeah. thank you so much for joining us once again. Um, always love using creative juices recently. I felt like I lost all creative juices. So anyone else have any suggestions of how to revamp that shit up? Send it my way. Cause I needed all your good juju on creativity. Absolutely. Thank you so much for, for that, uh, Philippe with your very French last name that I don't know how to pronounce. Um, we appreciate that. And Marley is right. That was kind of like, you know what? Get back into gear. Make something happen. Together. Yeah. Yes. Um, and now for usually my favorite part of the show, <laughs> I think all of ours, the recommendations of the week. And Diana, do you want to start with what you got? Sure. I have a recommendation of the week. I want to recommend uh, to listen to an artist. Her name is Rosalie. And Rosalie is from Spain. And I've been on some Spain stuff as of late i don't know what to tell you what it is but like i feel a certain magnetic connection to the spanish culture okay. i think that you know obviously it's all of our roots you know at the end of the day so there is a connection there of some degree but you know we're caribbean we're not from spain so you know it's 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 not like it's so far-fetched but it's still like you know it's pretty cool so like i don't know like i like their i like flamenco a lot i like um i like their rawness they're not very filtered they're kind of like english people in that way you know how english people are so it's like really i like that i like the uncensorship as we mentioned in the episode so rosalie is like really dope i like her music she has like a flamenco urban mix type of 
sometimes with a little reggaeton. Like, I don't know. I just like the mix. She has a song with J Balvin. That's really dope. She has a song with Osuna. That's really dope. She she actually was on the VMAs, for those of you who caught her. I loved it with Osuna, where she performed. And she had, like, um, this really cool little uh, outfit on that was all black. And Osuna came out. I, I those- missed that one. Yeah, it was good. Look, look it up on YouTube. It was good. Um, but yeah, Rosalie, she is uh, an artist to look out for. And she's from a different part of the world. But I do predict that she's going to blow up here in the States. Awesome. Yeah. I'll take a listen to that. You know, I love new music mm-hmm. and new artists. Uh, my recommendation of this week is having TSA PreCheck. TSA PreCheck is a life saver, a time saver, not a lifesaver, a time saver. When you're running late, you're running behind. When the line is like wrapped around the airport for some God-given reason. And I'm sorry, I don't know if these TSAs are really looking for what they need to be looking for. I think they have come to the, to the terms of like searching for specifics, but not in detail. Just going to put it out there for our safety. You think they're being a little more lenient now? Not lenient. And I don't want to say careless. Not as detailed. Okay. But having TSA pre-check, if you know you're a safety person (laughs) and you're loud and clear, having that is amazing, especially if a person who runs late to the airport. So my suggestion this week, purchase your TSA pre-check. How much is that? Um, I want to say $100 for the year. I did it a while ago. Okay. Okay. Uh, Not a bad investment if you're always on a plane. If you're always on a plane, even um, global entry. Global entry is another option. You know, that's a couple hundred for the year or a couple years, something like that. So kind of, if you're a traveler, just upgrade. If you have the opportunity to or the option to. I know it's a privileged thing also. First world problems, you feel me? (laughs) Sometimes I just got to put it out there. Right. Upgrade makes a big Mm -hmm. difference. Even upgrading your seat so you're not in the main cabin with others. With the common folk. <laughs> with the common folk. <laughs> Put yourself in the front. That's my favorite thing to do. Use your mileage points. Use a couple bucks. Sometimes you'll get lucky. It's like $80. It's less than 100 It doesn't hurt the pockets that bad. But it hurts at the same time. Anyways, that is my recommendation for this week. Just had to show my little first world problems. Love it. What can you do? Uh... This week was, we've been out, I've, if you haven't noticed, I haven't mentioned, we have some changes happening for me. You'll see different backgrounds, but keep up and we'll keep you updated on what we have going on. We are a nationwide podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, no matter what state we're in, we're going to get you the content, we're going to deliver it, and we're going to entertain you. Make sure to follow Fresh Mondays Podcast on our Instagram. Make sure to hit us up at freshmondayspodcast at gmail.com. Make sure to follow, subscribe, share, and listen. And give us feedback. We really appreciate it. Everyone who has supported us thus far, you guys are amazing. Um, We are so inspired by all of the guests. So all of you guys, thank you so much for your time and your talent and your skills and your words of wisdom. Um, make sure to follow myself on Instagram at I am Diana C underscore. And please follow Marley at Love Marley, L-U-V-M-A-R-L-E-Y underscore. Uh, and we're excited to see you guys next week. Yeah. Have a beautiful, safe, 
and amazing rest of your week.